brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that sends 5% of your monthly plan price to your favorite charity. No contracts, nationwide coverage, risk-free guarantee. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. It's been a while since this channel, or anyone else as far as I can tell, bothered to check in with Archbishop Georg Gonsfein. We often talk about canceled priests and canceled bishops these days, especially in light of Bishop Strickland receiving that apostolic visitation that has resulted in serious rumors of his impending alleged removal from the see of Tyler, Texas. But the highest profile of all of the canceled bishops is Archbishop Georg Gonsfein, who was a friend of Benedict XVI and had served as both the personal secretary for Francis and Benedict at the same time, before reportedly Francis got irritated with him and dismissed him out of Santa Marta, and told him to minister full-time to Benedict's needs. Some, myself included, at the time thought maybe he was to help filter the information coming from Benedict XVI, but the treatment given to Archbishop Gonsvein after the passing of Benedict XVI late last year has made it pretty obvious that he wasn't doing that for Francis, so mea culpa for my error on that. Things came to a head for Archbishop Gonsfein when a book about Benedict was published in Germany in the spring of this year, and was just recently published in the U.S. in English. The controversy about Gonsfein this year has been interesting because he was sent out of Rome with no job whatsoever, which is an unusual move to say the least. So what normally happens under these circumstances is this. A pope passes away, and shortly thereafter, the new pope sends the secretary back to their home country to become the bishop of a diocese somewhere, or is given a job as the head of something like the Knights of Malta or some other similar group. They're typically kept far away from Rome for some pretty legitimate political reasons. But Gonsfein's case is different because he was sent away with no job anywhere. <laughs> This has led to an interesting story breaking out in the European Catholic press. There was an effort made by someone in the Vatican to turn the European Catholic people against Archbishop Georg Gonsfein. He was going to give a speech in Spain at a conference on Benedict XVI, but then his speech and his speaking slot was canceled due to likely pressure from either Francis himself or someone close to him because a news outlet that had a meeting with Francis two months ago put pressure on that. The story comes from Info Vaticana, a European Catholic news site, and they give us this headline. Monsignor Gonsfein forces the director of Vita Nueva to rectify. So that translation leaves something to be desired, but you could read rectify as correct the record. And the record needs correcting because another high-profile Catholic publication with direct ties to Francis has been fabricating outright lies about the situation with Archbishop Gonsfein. So from the article, quote, The community of Lancers has commented on the decision of Monsignor G Georg Gonsfein to have the director of the Vida Nueva magazine, Jose Beltran, rectify what he wrote about the archbishop regarding his canceled visit to Spain to give a conference at the Spanish University Foundation about Benedict XVI. The Infocatolica portal published on October 19th that the German newspaper Die Tagespost echoed the controversy generated in Spain regarding the announcement of that conference. The German Catholic publication pointed out that the hunt against Gonsfein in Spain began earlier in the magazine Vida Nueva, a magazine whose editorial board met with Pope Francis in the month of August, and which, according to what is said, is in 
permanent connection with the Pope and his entourage. Ditagus Post commented that, quote, it is said in a passage from an article in Vida Nueva that Gonsfein had refused to obey Pope Francis by rejecting the pontiff's offer to lead a German diocese. Gonsfein had also rejected, according to New Life, the proposal to take charge of a diocese in Italy, demanding instead a position of authority in the Curia. Gonsfein's poker game had finally led the Pope to ask Benedict's former private secretary to leave the Vatican and return to Germany. End quote. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Now, that's a whopper of an accusation. The problem is that it's not true. Gonsfein was never offered a diocese in Germany or Italy. He never demanded a high-ranking office in the Roman Curia. A diocesan or other appointment outside of Rome, in his own home country or elsewhere, would have actually been the normal course of action, but he didn't receive any of those things because, at the very least, of this book right here. Who believes is not alone. My Life Beside Benedict XVI, which was published in the United States literally just a few days ago, on Monday, October 23rd, 2023. That book was previously published in Europe and caused a huge controversy, but at least so far no one in America seems to be talking about it. The Pillar wrote a summary of each chapter of the Italian version, which went by the translated title of Nothing But the Truth. In Chapter 7, the Archbishop had this to say about Benedict's resignation. Quote, Entitled The Historic Renunciation That Marked an Era, this chapter describes Benedict XVI's decision to resign. Gonsfein says that the Pope's commitment to celebrate World Youth Day in Brazil in 2013 weighed heavily on his mind. As Benedict felt his strength diminish, he behaved atypically at prayer. Quote, On kneeling, he would take his head in his hands and almost collapse in on himself, an attitude foreign to his style. He recalls that Benedict informed him on September 25, 2012, of his intention to make way for a, quote, new, younger, and more energetic pope. He briefly tried to persuade him to stay on, but realized it was utterly futile. Gonsfein notes sheepishly that the pope's Latin resignation announcement, drafted amid tight secrecy, contained a few errors. He says that Benedict's serenity on the day of his abdication convinced him that his mentor had, quote, mystical ascetical traits and a, quote, direct rapport with God, by whom he felt truly inspired and constantly guided, end quote. The Pillar article doesn't tell us what those mistakes in the resignation of Benedict were, and I'm not going to speculate on those here, but that alone should drive some people to get a copy of Gonsfein's book, especially if you have questions about Benedict's resignation. 
There is a chapter in that book where Gonsfein is clearly dispelling the myth that Benedict and Francis were at odds with one another. Gonsfein goes out of his way to show that Francis would visit Benedict often, and honestly, he'd bring him small gifts with him and would seek his input on some documents he was writing and all that sort of thing. Gonsfein is clearly trying to paint a picture for you that it was obvious that on key issues, Benedict and Francis were in continuity with one another, at least at the beginning. It's worth noting here that Gonsfein has elsewhere publicly said that Benedict was heartbroken over Traditionis Custodis, for those wondering. And that article is full of words like Gonsfein defends in reference to the things ba Benedict did during his own papacy. Now, the book seems to defend the relationship between Benedict and Francis while admitting that Benedict was rather puzzled by Amoris Laetitia, saddened by Traditionis Custodis, and had questions about some odd appointments. Gonsfein's book is pretty moderate in tone, yet the news of its publication was enough to get Gonsfein cancelled. And this is where we come back to that article I started with from Info Vaticana. Remember, sources in Rome, possibly Francis himself, directed a Spanish news outlet to claim that Gonsfein was offered a diocese in either Italy or Germany, which he turned down and demanded a position in the Roman Curia. That's the accusation and it makes him out to be a narcissist. It's slanderous, according to the Info Vaticana article. Gonsfein had a short letter published in response to this, which Info Vaticana ran in full. Here's that letter, along with a little bit more from the article. Quote, Mr. Director of Vida Nueva Digital, to my great surprise, I have learned that in Vida Nueva Digital, statements are made regarding me, which I am forced to comment on, since other media are already echoing them. In a news item dated October 9th, 2023, it is stated verbatim, quote, refusal to obey. After the storm passed, the Pope held several meetings with him, Gonsfein, in which he offered to place him at the head of a German diocese. Following in the wake of Stanislaus Zvisky, a the personal secretary of John Paul II, who after his passing was appointed Archbishop of Krakow, Gonsfein refused and Francis offered him the possibility of pastoring an Italian diocese. He also rejected it, and even applied for a position of reference within the Curia. Faced with this order from the German Archbishop, the Pope urged him to leave the Vatican and return to his native land. The same text is repeated in a news item from October 16th. They are completely false statements. Keep in mind that such statements constitute serious slander. For this reason, I respectfully request that this statement be rectified immediately with due publicity. Signed, George Gonsfein. Continuing with the article, the German Catholic newspaper also adds that Vida Nueva reported that, quote, Gonsfein was in Freiburg on instructions from Pope Francis, and that he was, quote, expressly prohibited from traveling abroad without the permission of the ecclesiastical authorities. Ditagus Post commented in this regard that, quote, if I had indeed received such an order from Rome, my trips last September to Rome, where I participated in the symposium of Professor Ratzinger's student circle, or recently to Austria, where I participated in a meeting of the Kirch and Not Foundation, as well as the planned trip to Madrid, would have been acts of disobedience on my part in the face of such a prohibition. There is no such prohibition. It is simply an invention, said Gonsfein. Gonsfein made a strong appeal to the editor of the Spanish publication to, quote, immediately and publicly rectify this accusation. End quote. So they're fabricating myths go about him. 
It's clearly an effort to directly, directly tie to Francis to smear Gonsfein, to destroy Gonsfein's image in the public eye. That's detraction in the purest form, especially since it appears that all such detraction has been paced based on pure fabrications, which they usually are, of the intentions and desires of Gonsfein, and just making up restrictions placed upon him. Why? I honestly don't know, since Gonsfein's book looks really mild on the whole Benedict and Francis question. But it could simply be this. The book was published without Francis's permission. That's probably what's at issue here. And the book does detail that Benedict wasn't pleased with some of Francis's landmark documents like Amoris Laetitia, Traditionis Custodis, some of his appointments that to the Roman Curia, and some things about Fratelli Tutti and the Pan-Amazon Synod. That little could be seen as undermining Francis's papacy by Gonsfein, hence why Gonsfein needs to be cancelled, at least in the mind of Francis or those close to him. It's more than a little over the top, especially since there's clearly an active campaign being waged against him to keep him from speaking publicly on pretty much any issue, but all that is par for the course these days. Again, Gonsfein's book is called Who Believes Is Not Alone? My Life Besides Benedict XVI. That's the title in English. It's out now, came out this week, and no, I am not being paid to tell you that either. The articles I cited today can be found linked at returntotradition.org, along with a link to the book if you want it, as well as several articles about how Gonsfein has no job waiting for him after he leaves Rome, including one published a couple of months ago where Gonsfein quipped that he was thinking of heading to the employment office to find a job. What a way to treat a prince of the church, right? Anyway, let me know what you think about this in the comments, please. And hit like and subscribe if you haven't, it does help. So does sharing this on social media, that helps a lot too. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.